He says that we should, we should know that learning to cherish others, <laughs> I'm just laughing because this, this phrase, we should know, it always implies that we don't know, doesn't it? <laughs> when someone says to you, you should do this, it means you don't know that you should do this, doesn't it? You should do this. And we don't like being told that, do we? When someone says, you should do this, you should do this, we don't like it. But anyway, that's just our ordinary mind. Keshna says, we should know that learning to cherish others is the best solution to our daily problems and is the source of all our future happiness and good fortune. Wow. Okay, so we, we should know, but probably we don't yet, that learning to cherish others, cherishing other living beings, is the best method, which is the best solution to all our daily problems. <laughs> so just think about any problem you've got right now. They're all coming from our self-cherishing mind, aren't they? They're all coming because we think that our problems are much more important than everyone else's problems. Our pain is much more important than everyone else's pain. Our lack of money, lack of opportunity, our being criticised, our being blah, 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 all of these things, we've all got these things, but we think, because of our own self-cherishing, that they are the most important problems to be solved in the universe. And due to that self-cherishing intention, we neglect others completely. The fact that others also suffer from the same problems, and some of them, many of them, far worse than ours. <laughs> yeah, we just neglect. We're not interested. This is self-cherishing. Considers ourselves and our problems and our happiness to be supremely important, and neglects others. It's a horrible, horrible mind that we all possess. We don't need to feel terrible about it right now. We need to acknowledge that we have it and learn to do the opposite, which is to learn to cherish others. Okay? So it's said that um, yeah, self-cherishing is the creator of all of our problems and it is the basis for all our problems. How is it the creator? It is the creator because every time we engage in any harmful action, any negative action, We're engaging in that action, being pushed by our self-cherishing mind. It is forcing us to get angry and hurt hurt people, or to develop uncontrolled desire, to develop jealousy. Underpinning all the delusions is this self-cherishing mind. It's an ignorant mind, it's part of ignorance. So, when we engage in harmful actions, we create bad karma. Bad karma, bad karma is what we experience with our mental factor feeling. When we feel pain, we feel unhappy, we feel miserable. When we feel like this, this is the function of a mental factor feeling to experience our ripening karma. Well, where did that karma come from? It came from our previous self-cherishing mind. It created this negative karma for us. It was very simple to prove. And then when our bad karma ripens, because we still have self-cherishing, then we exaggerate how important that bad karma is and it becomes the most important headache in the world, the most important know, problem in the world. And, you know, so we feel even worse, we feel even more depressed. So self-cherishing is the source of all of our problems. If you check, any time you're feeling unhappy, if you, if you have the time to do it, say, why am I feeling like this? Oh, it's because I cherish myself and I don't cherish others. It's very simple, actually. 
So we've got to reverse this. We've got to reverse this around so that we can learn to cherish others more than ourselves. The object of this meditation is a belief that others' happiness and freedom are far more important than our own. Okay? That's the object of this meditation coming in a while. <coughs> so I'm gonna read it, I'm gonna read it all out because it's such nectar, these words. We believe that ourself that we normally see is so important and its happiness and freedom are most important, and we neglect the happiness and freedom of others. Yeah. This belief is ignorance because our self that we normally see does not actually exist. If we search for ourselves that we normally see with wisdom, it will disappear. This proves that it does not exist at all. Therefore, conclusion, our normal view, believing that our self is more important but others are not, is the ignorance of self-cherishing. It's very simple logic, isn't it? All of our problems coming from this ignorant mind, grasping at something that doesn't exist, cherishing a person, a self that doesn't exist, and then all of our problems coming in dependence upon that mistaken belief. Then Geshe goes on to say, because of this ignorance, we have wasted countless former lives without any meaning. Mm-hmm. We brought nothing from our former lives except, can you remember, suffering and ignorance, delusions, problems. This is all we brought with us from our former lives. And this will be the same in our future lives. It'll be the same. In truth, there's the truth now, the happiness and freedom of others are more important than our own. Why? Because we are only one person, but others are countless. (laughs) Devastatingly simple but correct logic, isn't it? How can the happiness of one person outweigh the happiness of countless other living beings. How? It's not possible, is it? How can our problem, our freedom from problems, outweigh the, happy, the freedom from problems of countless living beings? Impossible. Utterly impossible. Logically, we understand this. Deep in our hearts, we deny it. <laughs> this is a problem. We understand. Oh, yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I see. I see what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I get it. But deep down we don't get it. Deep down we don't get it. You know, we haven't realized this, this meditation. Yeah. <laughs> the happiness and freedom of others are more important than our own because we are only one person. How many people do you think you are? You're just one, okay? <laughs> We have many different minds. You know, one day we're thinking this, one day we're thinking that, tomorrow we're going to do this, da, 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 da. we have many activities, but we are just one person. And everyone else is the same as us. We're all equal from that point of view. We all want to be free from problems, we all want to experience happiness. Everyone's the same. Yeah. So we must believe, following this perfect logic of Buddhas, we must believe that the happiness and freedom of all other living beings are more important than our own. if we can believe this, there's a great shift will come about, a great turning around will happen in our mind. Completely turn around. Great freedom. It's almost the same as realising ultimate truth emptiness. 
it's almost the same sense of liberation of all of our problems. All our problems gone. Because our problems are utterly insignificant compared to the problems of all living beings. Utterly, utterly insignificant. So the object of this meditation is the belief that the happiness and freedom of all other living beings are more important than our own. I'm going to read the remaining instruction here because we need to kind of get this, don't we? We should learn to develop this belief through contemplating the explanation about the purpose of the meditation. This, this is what we do in our analytical meditation, thinking about these, these few points that have been given to us. And when through, when, through this contemplation, a strong belief that the happiness and freedom of all other living beings are more important than our own, develops in our heart, we have found the object of this meditation. <laughs> okay? So again, this word object is a bit deceptive for us people, isn't it? We think an object is something out there. An object is over there. But no, all of these objects that we're meditating on are in our mind, or they're part of our mind, and mind transformed into determination, or in this case, into, into a belief. Do I believe that the happiness and freedom of all living beings is more important than my own? If you answer that honestly, you'll say no. <laughs> Won't you? Ooh, so challenging. Come on, we're all full of self-cherishing. We don't need to get nervous about it. It's just, you know, it's got us by the throat. You know, all of our thoughts are propelled by this. Even now you're listening to Dharma, you're meditating on Dharma. Self-cherishing is there all the time. What's that? In um, Shantideva's, in, in Geshe's commentary to Meaningful to Behold, he calls this one of the many names of self-cherish. He says it's the devil. It's the devil with the head of an owl. <laughs> because I think because the owl is meant to represent wisdom, isn't it? We say the wise old owl. This person is a wise old owl. <clears throat> Owls are meant to have wisdom. So self-cherishing has the appearance of wisdom. But in reality... It's a devil, it's a demon, it's a Mara. It's giving us problems all the time. So all this background conversation we have going on, as we're filtering the teachings, we're reading the teachings, we're filtering. Everything's filtered nowadays, isn't it? We've got our filter on, our self-cherishing filter. It's the first one we put on, isn't it? Then we're checking. Is this in my interest? Is this in my interest to listen to this meditation? And the answer comes back, no, it's not, so don't listen to it. Don't practice this meditation, no. You can understand it intellectually, that's okay, but don't get it down here because you'll destroy me. You'll destroy me and I am the self-cherishing mind, your master. Like this, and I'm thinking like this. Isn't it? It's like protect us. It like, looks like protecting us. Look like a, a, a wise owl, a wisdom. You know, it's, not, it's not. We're being cheated. <clears throat> anyway, sorry, but uh, I've got to think about this a lot. <laughs> so what is the actual meditation? From our heart we think, just as all the Buddhas of the Ten Directions change the object of their cherishing from themselves to all living beings, and as a result attain the supreme happiness of enlightenment, so must I do the same. Very simple. All Buddhas have attained enlightenment through uh, changing the object of their cherishing from themselves to others. So I've got to do the same. I'm going to follow the Buddhas. I'm going to follow them. So we think in this way, 
And we generate a strong belief that the happiness and freedom of all living beings are more important than our own. Okay, we generate this belief, this, this object comes in our mind. Oh, it's happened, I've got it. We know when we've got it. We know when we don't got it. You know, we, we know. And we hold this view firmly, remain on it single-pointedly for as long as possible. And through continuously training in this meditation, we will develop the spontaneous belief that the happiness and freedom of all other living beings are more important than our own. And this belief is the realization of this meditation. 